Hello! Well, it's been a minute since I've recorded a new episode, and I wanted to let you know what's going on. I'm writing a book, two actually, that will be published this year. I've heard from some of you that you're furiously taking notes as you listen to the podcast episodes. Some of you have even printed off the transcripts and are highlighting them and putting them in a binder. I love this so much and it has inspired me for book number two. So what you've been asking for, it's coming. Now, that said, I will be recording a new episode soon and we'll get back to a regular schedule. In the meantime, if you're interested in hearing about the book and knowing when it's coming out, be sure to go to trishazodi.com and get on my email list. You'll be the first to know. Now, here's the episode you came for. Hi, friends. It's Trisha Zodi. Welcome to my podcast. Another Beautiful Life, Restoration of Mind, Body, and Spirit After Brokenness. I am so excited that you're joining me here today as we walk this journey together. I believe that God is extending out His hand, offering each one of us the opportunity to be guided into restoration. I also believe that with restoration comes freedom, adventure, and great hope. These are the things He's calling us to. And I'm glad we can do this together. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode number 118, Abundant Life Saboteur, Striving. This is the third in a series of the Abundant Life Saboteurs. And before I jump into the third saboteur, I want to tell you about something that happened to me not long ago. I had some time on my hands one day, so I thought I'd trim all the trees in our yard. So I got out my ladder and a long saw thing and pruning shears, and I trimmed the low-hanging limbs from all the oak trees in the front yard. And let me stop here and tell you, my late husband loved to dig holes and plant trees, so we had lots of them for me to trim, and I did. I trimmed them and cut those branches into four-foot bundles and tied them up with jute so the trash guys would take them. The trash truck was rounding the corner just when I put the last bundle out. I was so proud of myself. So proud that I decided to trim the enormous vine that was overtaking our fence and also had wrapped itself up into the big crepe myrtle tree. I got my ladder and put it next to the tree and started hacking away at the vine, choking my crepe myrtle. It was one of those vines that are milky inside, so every cut was a sticky mess. I was getting tired of crawling down off the ladder to move it around the tree, so I decided I'd just climb up into the tree instead and cut the vines that way. It'd be so much easier and faster. So I did. Then I decided to reach to the other side. So I stepped on a branch and heard a snap. And just that fast, I was inverted like a V inside that crepe myrtle tree. (laughs) I couldn't move. I was stuck. Plus, I was already worn out and didn't have the strength to pull myself up and get out. So I just kind of laid there a while. I'm not really sure how long, but long enough for my pride to implode. 
Literally, all I could wonder was if my neighbors were watching me (laughs) or if a kid rode by on his bicycle. What would I do? Would I yell out for help or just lay there really still until they passed by? Total embarrassment. Eventually, I was able to regain my strength and kind of rolled myself onto my side to crawl my way out of that tree and onto the ladder. (laughs) It was a funny sight, I'm sure. And when my family found out what happened, they said I had to get an eye watch so I could call someone if I was in trouble like that again. They said it was either that or they threatened to buy me that medical alert device. Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. (laughs) So this leads us to the Abundant Life Saboteur number three, striving. The definition of striving is to make great efforts to achieve or obtain something, to struggle or fight vigorously for ambition. Striving. Striving to be someone, striving to get somewhere, striving to do something, striving to look a certain way, striving to obtain something, striving to prove something, striving to validate the breath that I breathed and the space that I took up on the earth that day. That was me, striving. The reason this sabotages the abundant life is because it's usually based on a false identity. And this can happen for several reasons, but usually because we don't have a strong root of our identity to begin with. Maybe this was, again, based on lie-based assumptions and perceptions as a child that came from our family of origin. That was saboteur number one, episode number 116. And then as we've grown up, we've just kept striving to be good enough, smart enough, worthy enough for someone to love us. When I was trimming all the trees and found my humiliation in that crepe myrtle, the Lord graciously showed me that I was trying to prove my worth and value in doing or accomplishing something. See, it hadn't been long since Brian was gone, and I had lost my identity. One thing that I discovered about myself was that I was task-oriented and purpose-driven, who was more comfortable as a human doing than a human being. It was difficult for me to rest, much less to learn to rest in God. In episode number six, The Faith Rest Life, I told you a story about meeting with a friend and talking to her about how I felt I was having to learn to rest in God and told her of my recent discovery of my task-oriented, purpose-driven self, who is more comfortable as a human doing than a human being. I told her I was learning that finding rest in God means to be relaxed in the moving forward with Him. My friend gave me a visual of what God was asking her to do as she was moving through her grief and learning to rest in God. She said it was like being in a flowing river on an inner tube. No swimming, she said, just floating wherever God chooses to take me. The speed and the direction are His alone. Now, I tried to picture myself on that river in that inner tube. The one distinction that could not be missed was that I had a paddle in my hands every time. The paddle ensured that I could control the direction and the speed of my journey. I could slow things down or speed up. 
turn to the left or to the right, or even hold up on the bank of the river for a little while. It seemed much safer that way. At least it felt familiar. Me in control. But God was asking me to throw the paddle onto the bank of the river and just float, feet up, no swimming, moving where His grace takes me, trusting, waiting, settled. In this kind of rest, I will find grace and provision for every task He lays before me. But here I also find my true value and worth is not in the doing of the task, not in striving, but in the being. If I never do anything significant or special again, it does not change my value on this earth. It is floating in a tube on the river with no paddle. Rest. Rest and ease of mind. No anxiety, no fear, no concern. Just putting trust in God and following where His grace takes me. Faith rest. And this is one element that creates a strong root of identity. See, our worth, your worth as a human being is wrapped up in the very fact that God loves you, chose you, and calls you his treasure and his child and sent his son to die for you. He alone is your identity. Because the Bible says in Psalm 139 that God created you, that he knitted you together in your mother's womb, and he said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He made you uniquely and individually. You are perfectly and wonderfully whole, valuable, and worthy, just as you are today. Friend, even if you've heard that or read that in the Bible before, you will only truly know and receive it as fact if you've sat with God and let Him pour His love over you. Let Him tell you how valuable and lovely He thinks you are, just as you are, just being, no striving. I know this one can be a tough one to overcome. It was for me. It took some time. I'd love to help you bust through this desire to strive that makes you want to prove your worth too. It would be my privilege to be your life coach. I've put a link in the show notes for a free 30-minute call so we can see if we're a good fit to work together and show you how life coaching would work for you. Also, don't forget to get the free downloadable guide that complements this episode. The link is in the show notes. It's like a little life coaching at home. Have a wonderful week, friends. See you next Wednesday for the next episode of Another Beautiful Life.